there. Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Yeah, so during this time where we are all sheltering in place, um, we are all feeling isolated, um, but we wanted to just talk with some of our other girlfriends, some of some of them, all of them listen to our podcast and all of them for our girlfriends from Texas to Chicago, just to talk about how we are dealing with it. So we had a very candid conversation for over an hour. Um, so we included kind of some of the best of that conversation in this virtual podcast party for you all to listen in on. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation and chime in as well too because we want to hear how you're getting through it as well too because we're all in this together. Nobody is alone. But the working out thing. So let's talk about how y'all have been maintaining. So for me, one, I was regularly running because I was training for a 5K, which was supposed to be tomorrow, which is council. And then I would go to workout classes. Me and Ashley both work out at Jambox Nation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so all of that was shut down. And, um, but what I loved is that virtual classes were starting to be offered. And then I also work out another gym called Grit by Brit. And she was offering classes through her Facebook group. So it was really like, I had to be intentional because they shut down the gym in my apartment. So I didn't have access to the treadmill. It had been raining here. So I wasn't like raining out, you know, running outside. Um, so y'all can't see it now, but like I got a whole gym over here. I done bought an exercise step so that I can keep up with my step class. I got weights and like everything, but I have found it to be like, you know, a good activity um, to what you're talking about, like um, breaking up the day, um, trying to do it either first thing in the morning or doing it over lunch, because I feel like I have come too far in my goals. Um, for this year to let this quarantine mess me up. Um, so how are y'all maintaining staying active, which is actually very important with the virus going around to make sure your immune system is up and make sure you're healthy. So how have you had to like adjust your like uh, physical activity routines? Mine have suffered. Um, I was working out been working out for the past three weeks because I, too, am training for a marathon, my very first marathon. And I have been diligent in the gym, working out and getting it done. Thank you. Give me some love for running my first marathon. Um, so I've been, it's been hard because I haven't been motivated because I had a routine where I bring all my stuff to work. I change it at work and directly after work, I go straight to the gym and I can't do that now. Um, so now I'm like, I'm buying a treadmill because I can't continue to do this because it's still kind of cold here in Chicago to be outside. And until it's 50 degrees on a continuous basis, 
she will not be going outside to run nowhere. So you're going to invest in some equipment. Yes, I'm investing. I'm going to invest um, in a treadmill. Look at you. Yes, boo. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you still want to run that marathon. Yes, and even if even if for some reason, God forbid, but um, that they don't have the marathon, I am going to do it virtually. Even if I have yeah. to run it from my house on the treadmill, because what I'm running for is for clean water. So for kids who are in developing countries. So I have a mission that I'm running for. I have a reason that I'm running. So I can't give up now. I, I, I won't give up now. Right. I, uh, we have a privilege, and I'm going to get up on the soapbox for a second, so okay. I apologize in advance. But we, well, clean water is a privilege, and we don't realize that. We can get up every morning and go wash our hands when there's a pandemic going around. Mm-hmm. We can get up every morning and drink a clean glass of water and not have to worry about diseases infecting us or our children. Um, we don't have to walk three miles to go get some water that's dirty that animals have relieved themselves in, Ooh. that people have washed their clothes in, that they have to wash their clothes in, what little they have, that um, we have to bathe in. We drink that same water. We don't have to worry about those things, but they do. Yeah. So it's my job, it's my duty to do something about it. So I'm fundraising for them um, and running for them. And that's why I'm doing it. And that's why I have to finish this no matter what, by any means necessary, as the great Malcolm X would say. Uh- we brought in Malcolm. Yes, girl. <laughs> <Preach>. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay stay focused. I think that's the thing. Like, yeah, whatever goals you had, you got to keep at it because I had goals as well. Who else is staying or trying to stay fit virtually? I see you, Ashley, on the ground working out. I'm, um, um, I'm, because you bully me into going to class all the time, uh, <laughs> she'd be like, Ashley, you going to class with you tonight? Dang, sis, dang, I was trying to sleep in. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm kind of forced to do it. And to Toya's point, um, I do prefer it better with being on my lunch break because mm-hmm. when I used to work from home more frequently, like three days out of the week, I would always work out. Um, on my lunch break and then I kind of got that taken away but then with this now I'm fully remote I can do it again so now I try to do the jam box Um, I try to do yoga again I used to be really good at that so I'm Mm -hmm. like let me start practicing that again like I don't have an excuse so I try to just keep up with it even if it's 15 minutes even if it's 30 minutes even if it's an hour each time is something different because I get bored easily um, so I have to change my routine every time. So I try to just keep up doing different things. It, I don't know. Today, I'll probably do yoga tonight before I go to bed. But the other day, it was Zumba. And then the day before, it was booty fit. Mm-hmm. And then it was kickboxing on Monday. You know, so I try to do that so I don't get bored. Because I, I, too, like to be outside. But because I can't really go outside and do what I want to do take a walk. I try to at least do it inside. But I ain't running no marathons though. Knees, I got grand knees. You can walk and the I marathon? I can, I can power walk for sure, but then I, that's a long power walk. That's a long power that's walk. That's a long walk. So, I'm a, I'm that's a long like, power listen, walk. Listen, when I'm doing the treadmill, I do 3.7 that I jog at, and then I fast walk 3.7. So it's the mm. same thing. 
basically, and there are people who have better times at a, a power walk than they do at people who are jogging. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe next year, 2021, you know, I could commit to that. <laughs> I, I, you know, we'll see. We'll if you see. do it in 2021, I'll do it again in 2021. How about that? Oh, that's pressure. See now, yeah. now. You get bullied again. Like you get bullied again. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I get to travel to I get to travel to Dallas for work. So I'll come when I come to Dallas, and we can work out and run together and do some group runs together or yes. power walks. Group power. We can walks. do that and brunch. Brunch is always an option as well. Okay. You know, so I love to eat. I'm brunching all I love night. to eat. <laughs> you talking to a foodie over here <laughs> yeah well you know thanks this thing you know I love to eat and cook that's my face eat and cook <laughs> I like to eat not to cook right <laughs> <laughs> you can still come sis you can still come right you can come and eat <laughs> are you in Dallas or you still come I'm in Dallas. I'm in Dallas. Okay. Not too far from Toy, actually. I'm okay. Hey, she's so near. She's so near. Hey, girl. <laughs> we can't see each other, though. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, Whole two blocks. No, I'm just- yeah. So, no, I, um, we were talking about this maybe a little earlier offline, but yeah, like the gym thing and thinking about small businesses that have had to close up. You know, some of my favorite like local restaurants and coffee shops and both of my gyms are owned by black women entrepreneurs. Um, but oh, it's wow. been so cool to see how they have been able to pivot. Like, you know, the first week when it was not a shelter in place, but just kind of social distancing and, you know, the no gathering of groups of 10, both of them had to figure out what to do. And so one started uh, streaming on YouTube and in like a matter of days got up to like a thousand subscribers from like nothing because she never used her YouTube to really promote and, you know, brought her instructors in the studio and recorded some. And then the other gym I go to, she at one point used to do on-demand classes. So she was able to point people right to like a library of videos that she already had and they started doing the same thing. I was already in this, you know, members only Facebook group. So it was just good to see how people pivoted. And one thing that she did was like, hey, if you're a member, you still got access to all these classes. Like she did the full schedule. It was like four or five classes a day. But also, hey, if you're looking for a place to work out that's offering a virtual membership, you can join virtually. And so she was able to pick up customers from like a Planet Fitness, a LA Fitness, places that weren't offering anything. Um, and she was actually featured on the news last night. She was like, just in the past week, she's had 200 new members join. Um, wow. Just for her, okay. mm-hmm, just because of the virtual option that she's offering. Because I know people that were going to like Cycle Bar and CrossFit places that, they don't have anything to offer them because those were gyms that were so focused on equipment. You know, you got to have the site, the um, bike and some cycle bar locations are now trying to innovate and they're allowing people to rent a bike. Like they will deliver the bike to you um, and they're letting them rent it for two fifty a month. But some are really like, you know, suffering because 
they either didn't have any type of thing in place for thinking of what it would be virtually, you know, to service their customers, or they haven't been able to, you know, pivot. Um, And so for any of y'all, like, you know, business-wise, like, Ashley, I know you are a content creator. How have y'all seen, like, even that impact or like when you think about your business or your side hustles or just some of the, your hobbies that you had and like how it's been impacted by, you know, COVID-19 as well. Um, well, definitely for me, I've noticed and just not um, me, but other chefs and other like people who do cooking and food blogging, I've noticed that people definitely, to your point, have had to make shifts. Um, A lot of people who would be at the farmer's market now have switched to doing more cooking classes online. Mm -hmm. And for me, I guess I'm just really thankful because I've already did pretty much everything virtually. So now it's just me getting a lot of more people to watch uh, because they have nothing else to do. And so I've been able to keep up my Sunday recipe times and a lot more people are looking at those. I have people reaching out to me, uh, wanting me to now film. Like when I go to the grocery store, like, Hey, maybe you should like film when you're at the store. So we know what you're going to get. So this has been a good opportunity for me to grow in that sense and get more like followers and viewership. Um, And to continue that, I've had a few people um, who were at my cooking classes. Now they're just like, oh, well, because I don't live here anymore in Dallas. I live out of state. I'm so happy I get to now see your videos and I don't have to worry about missing your classes. So I'm actually thankful I stopped doing my cooking classes before COVID because I think a lot of my followers are now used to just going straight to my page versus me having to cancel a cooking class, try to figure out how to do this. It's yeah. actually been kind of a blessing. I was joking and saying like, thank God that didn't work out. In January, I had to switch mm-hmm. in January because my classes weren't picking up. So God kind of foresaw that this yeah. is going to happen. So I'm kind of happy. I kind of did it ahead of the game. So. And what is Won't your you page? What is your page? Won't he, yes, he will. Won't he will? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um my instagram is diva greens and it's gonna be changing really soon so i mean follow me now because thank god i got it got trademark and everything it's just gonna be like real legit now you know trademark yeah. and everything um <laughs> but my website is eat frobulus so that's f-r-o-b-u-l-o-u-s veggies because uh, i'm a vegetarian it. chef so and a natural hair natural hair queen yes you know my my girl miss broccoli you know she represents her fro well (laughs) so wait a minute i didn't know you called your hair miss broccoli (laughs) um well my little my little logo she's a little broccoli florette but you know she likes a little foxy brown meets broccoli (laughs) that is funny so just Ashley, just to, to say it's Diva Greens with a Z and not an S. Yep. Just to so yes. people know when That's they start following you. Because I just started following yes. you. Um, and I'm excited because Woo! I want to start looking at, I'm not trying to go vegetarian by any means. I love bacon too much, but I <laughs> want to get some vegetarian dishes. So I'm very excited to follow you and learn some new things to cook. 
Thank you. Honestly, that's my whole goal is to just create vegetarian meals, like give people a platform on how to kind of dip a toe in it, you know, and step out there and try it. Because I don't think it's enough. Yeah, you have people that are like vegan and vegan and all this. But for me, my journey was not necessarily, let me just jump into it. I loved bacon too. I loved (laughs) a good wing. I loved (laughs) So my journey took time to get there. But it's just learning stuff you can cook, especially at home now that we're stuck. Like, what can I cook that's a little more healthier, that's a little more plant-based that I would have never thought of, you know? That's what I like to do. Yeah. It's a fun time to experiment, you know, with different stuff, too. Um, And I saw something. I can't remember who it was, so my bad for not shouting them out. But it was someone in Chicago... (laughs) where he was a chef too, but what he did was you could order the food and he would have it delivered to you. And then he went on Instagram live and like, you could cook it together with him. Um, So that may be an idea you want to think about. Yeah. So it was like, you had your ingredients delivered, you paid in advance and then he went on live and you know, you had everything that he was cooking and you can make it with him that night. That's that's actually dope. I was just thinking about doing, trying to see if I wanted to use Zoom or any kind of platform like that and have people to have like virtual cooking classes, like one on one with me. Yeah. That way they can like actually do it like I used to in person classes and do it kind of virtually that way so people can cook with me. That's one thing I've been trying to figure out. So that would be cool though. Okay, delivery service. Okay, ahead. Mm hmm. Um, uh, Crystal, you're a realtor. How is this impacting the real estate market? You ain't trying to buy no houses. Yeah, um, I focus mainly on property management, so my full time job is like constant. Mm -hmm. Um, because I do answer questions from tenants, but um, my side part was you know showing homes and stuff, and so that part has slowed down because of COVID nineteen. Yeah. Um, and so right now the market, um. Like, if you had, like, contracts and stuff in place, you know, those still are pushing through, but it's still, it's, it's slowing down a little bit um, when it comes to going out and showing and getting clients out there um, because people just don't know where their next check is going to come from. So they're kind of, like, uh, yeah. at a pause right now, um, which is a little scary, but um, I'm just lucky because I still have a full-time job of property management to lean on, but a lot of filters do not. Um, they're just strictly... Um, you know, independent contractors. And so for them, it's a little harder right now because of that. Yeah. Yeah. My sister is full-time in realty and now, and she's still trying to like find ways to make it work and same thing. They've been having a pivot, like just showing people, because there are some people who are still interested in moving or have plans, you know, and so trying to find a way to service them, not being able to do open houses the way that they used to do. Um, but just trying to stay afloat because that's all she has. Yeah, it's hard. It's still hard for some people, though, but um, a lot of people are still pushing through it, though, and finding different ways. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos come up from realtors, a lot of um, question and answer segments they do. Um, So a lot of realtors who didn't do that at first are now starting to do that um, to get more people um, on their page and get more attention to them. Um, because all of our stuff is usually word of mouth or 
um, some type of marketing or social media. And so mm-hmm. a lot of realtors are doing that. So I see a really big increase in social media input and content with um, realtors. Yes. <laughs> My industry is doing just fine. Tony and Eddie, how about you ladies for your industries? What are y'all seeing? How has your work been impacted, if any? So I do a lot of um, recruitment and hiring for mm. our schools. And so I've actually seen an increase in applicants. I think people are just home and then they're just kind of reconsidering the next year. Yeah. So I feel like it's been nonstop. Um which is why I'm like, fuck, I'm constantly working. Um, But I also do real estate investment on the side. And so Mm -hmm. um, that's been okay. Uh, (laughs) I think maybe people are trying to sell at a cheaper, we're picking up three wholesale properties, hopefully this week, God bless. Um, And be able to like, hopefully like rehab them and turn a profit. But we're just nervous about like work potentially stopping if the restrictions get more, restrictive um so that's the the risk there but we'll see um it's been exciting and has something else to think about and focus on yeah yeah i feel like we're in the blessing oh tony you were on mute (laughs) yeah i just realized it no for me um i work in corporate america with uh, internal audit for an online lending company so my impact right now, I'm not seeing much of it in that the time of year that I'm in, I do our first assessment for um, Sarbanes-Oxley, which is what you do for publicly traded companies. So that there hasn't been any impact to what I do directly, but the business itself, there are, there are some adjustments. I probably won't see a direct impact to, I guess, the frequency of my job until later down the line, but then that's going to just depend on uh, the decisions that we make on a corporate level, like if we're going to scale back or, you know, increase, just those changes are going to then drive what the next couple of months look like for me. But as far as the foreseeable through the end of May, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. The biggest piece of it is um, I do manage uh, the stock program for our company so we have an entity that sits in the uk well i can't go and i was going with my external auditor so everything we have to do we have to do remote and virtual so mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks have just been more of okay let's test our system functionalities we're going to have this group sitting in this part of the uk this one in london you guys are in fort worth this one's in addison can our um, system support that while everyone's on the VPN? So it's been those tests is wow. the impact I've seen. But other than that, I hadn't seen much change in what I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I've seen the biggest change within my industry. Um, I work for a not nonprofit mm-hmm. and we are a Christian organization that works a lot with churches. Mm-hmm. So for us, yeah. the church industry has had a huge impact especially the smaller churches who have older members who are not used to going online, the bigger churches who have already been online and been virtual uh, with their services, as well as in-person services, it's easy for them to transition into all virtual services, Um, except for the people who are constantly coming. I think that pastors are having a hard time adjusting 
They are the ones that are having that people go to for crisis. And now it's a crisis and a pandemic where they don't know what to do, what to say, because they're having the same thing. It's the first time for everybody. It's not something that's ever happened in the world. Ever have predicted the day where church doors would be closed for like going on three weeks straight now. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. yeah. So we're having to pivot in how we do things. So like, for example, we would normally go in and talk about the marathon and churches doing a, what's called a stage launch on stage. And I would go and I would talk to the church to tell them why it's important to run a marathon, why it's important to do all of these things. Um, and then we'd have an info session at the end. Well, now we can't go to church. So what do we do? Now we find a way to do it virtually. So now we're pivoting and doing our first virtual launch this weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how all of that goes. Yeah, because even now, like I know at least with the Dallas order, they um they have it where it still can be 10 people, even with the staff. Because I know at first they were still bringing in like a little choir and everything. But now I know at least here, like, even you can't do all that. So they can't have the choir and like all, you know, the pastoral staff, you know, they have to really keep it small. And I think about the churches who didn't have the technology thing going, like you said, like not every church, my brother pastors a small church in Oklahoma and he has a lot of elderly congregation. And I think two weeks ago he was kind of like, Oh, it's good. But like now you know, it is state order for him not to gather. Um, and I know they don't have no streaming and stuff like that, you know, capability. Yeah, but even if they did, how how are people who are elderly going to get on if they if that's not something that they normally do? You know, right. people it's hard for people to adjust to change, especially a drastic change that's happening so fast in the world and it changes day by day. We not we don't know what the next day is going to bring. I know. It's crazy. How do you all think overall? The funny this... part. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was um, the funny part for you guys saw the the pastor, was it in New Orleans? Somewhere in Louisiana. Oh, where yeah. he's still gathering. It was like over a thousand people. I don't think he's going to be able crazy. to do that. This week, they'll probably be there waiting to arrest him. Yeah, exactly. No, sir. No. <laughs> right. Because Louisiana is having, like, right now, they said their cases are, like, doubling by the minute, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really feel that, like, Mardi Gras, you know, was probably, you know, spread it a lot and they didn't even know it. Um, how do you all, okay, so now how is this for some of y'all? I know we got married, single, dating, all of that on here. How do you think this is impacting dating and relationships or even like you know marriage like i know one of my girlfriends texted me she was like girl it's day three and i'm about to kill my husband like come to him (laughs) because they have never you know he was never like around that long (laughs) but but then I think about the single people who were used to swiping and having a little date and stuff and now you can't do that yeah my um my therapist had made a really good suggestion um i think it was two weeks ago and i'm like i'm gonna go crazy 
And so she suggested that we have like a date night at home, but we can't go anywhere, and kind of like plan. Um, please be husband. What's up, mommy? Um, <laughs> she suggested like having time to kind of say, okay, what things do we want to accomplish over the next few weeks and get some little projects together or things that we want to do there. Uh, like shows we want to watch or conversations to have. And so we started to do that. Yeah. Um, so it's like, because I know in Chicago, we have a, at least another couple weeks. And so yeah. um, I think that's, that's been helpful. We'll see. It is driving me a little bonkers, though, because I am I am an extrovert, but I do like my own time, too. And um, it's just hard. It's hard to escape um, <laughs> when yeah. all three of us are in the house all day together Uh. yeah I don't have kids but I'm in a relationship and I think like that first week or whatever you're kind of like watching Netflix or whatever but I kind of felt like oh this is a little boring and um I know my somebody was suggesting me a couple of things like there's this app um called open-ended questions and it's just basically like it gives you all of these like different like questions you can ask or whatever, um, just to kind of like um, keep conversation going. Because like the other day we were talking and he was like, we ain't really got nothing to talk about. Like, you know, like it's not much going on right now. <laughs> so it's like you'd be kind of bored. Um, but then I was going to like uh, pick up a chess set because my boyfriend knows how to play chess. I don't. And I was like, Maybe this would be a good time for me to like, for him to teach me how to play chess or, you know, something like that, something creative or whatever, um, to kind of like break it up. Cause when you can't go out for dates or get space from each other or different things like that, you try to find like creative ways to kind of like mix things up other than like watching Netflix. I was listening to this podcast, uh, The Read. Y'all, many of y'all know The Read. I know a couple had tickets for the live podcast that had to be changed. Crystal and I got to see them in New York, but they had a lot of listener letters related to that. And this girl was like, you know, how will this work? Do I keep seeing my little, you know, I had a, she had a little roster, but she was like, do she need to start asking for to show your papers, make sure you got your COVID test before you come over here? Or she was like, should I risk, you know, my regular uh, data point, my regular appointments, quote unquote, that she had with her roster? And they were basically like, girl, sit on down. You got to just chill yeah. this one out. <laughs> No, you can't. You can't be trusting new ones out here. You got to stick with the old ones. You know. You know. You can't be out here having the new ones get introduced. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. You gotta sit down, sis. You gotta. We gotta wait it out a little bit. Cause you don't know where else he been and what he. You know. It's just hard out here. This COVID is real, and um, we don't need no suspicions. No. Especially okay. In New York. Especially in New York. Mm-hmm. I, I know one 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 pe- the one people people that are suffering the most are probably the side chicks. Call them out, sis. Call them out. They are not seeing them. In that was wait a minute. That was one of the questions, Renee, because the girl was saying that her boo is 
is with his baby mama quarantine right now. And she was <laughs> mad about it. Because it was I, like I she's trying to be trying to be there with the kids, and so she was like, she feeling like the side chick. Yeah, the side chicks are stuck, honey, because they with the main right now. You know he's getting out. I mean, we came to that stuck in the house. So that was her question. Oh, yes, like Eddie. basically now. Say that again, Eddie. Yeah. So you know he's getting on with his baby mama. And that is what they yeah. were telling her. Her question was around, you know, this, you know, it was kind of like iffy before, but since the quarantine, so she's like, should I feel some kind of way? And do you think that he's getting in with the baby mama? And they were like, most definitely. Yes. <laughs> Tell it for real, though, Clayton. Tell it for real, because she said it was it was several red flags prior to. Oh, see, so you remember better they- than me. Yes. Yes, it was it was multiple red flags, but they proceeded with the relationship anyway. So she was already on like she shouldn't even built on that. Right. She struggled day one. And the baby yeah. mama had like slept with a family member or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but now they were quarantining together <laughs> for the sake of the kids. <laughs> So she's like, do you think he been sleeping with her? So when all this is over, should I even bother? No, sis, you shouldn't. Man, forget the soap operas. I need to just tune into their lives. Right. Yeah, listen to the read. Listen to the read every Tuesday. (laughs) Baby, the quarantine letters were in this week. And they are all over the place. (laughs) Because it has not been easy for some people. But what else do you all think? Like, I think about, so, you know, most of us, this is like um, the most kind of significant thing that our generations have been through. And, I, you know, we got a little bit of everybody. We got some millennials. We got some Gen Xs on the call. Um, but I think about 9-11 and how that changed everything. I still remember the day when people, you got off the plane and they were at the gate waiting for you, your friends or family members, you know, when you didn't need a boarding pass to get through or whatever and things like that, we were forever changed. Like we will never not have to, you know, uh, put our bags in the little baggy three ounce liquids anymore. You know, how do you think the coronavirus and all that we're experiencing now with social distancing and all of this, how do you all think that's just going to, change what things do you think will stay that you think will be good to stay what things you know do you think cleandria <laughs> she got her hand up y'all we on video you can't see her <laughs> so i hope and pray that people continue to wash their hands i don't understand wash your Can bad I, hands i, I, wash I your hands. don't understand <laughs> Why we gotta tell grown folks to wash their hands. Say it again. Hello. The back says, Say it again. Wash your hands. <laughs> like I, I, I was just thinking. I was with Eddie's daughter not too long ago. She has the cutest little three-year-old. When Bray does things, she goes and washes her hands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, now if we have a three-year-old, right. yes. If we have a three-year-old that knows off GP that she needs to wash her hands, what's up with these adults? Like, why do we have to have all of this information on washing hands? Folks, 
wash your hands. And on that, I'm done. <laughs> and out. <laughs> but I am with you on that washing your hands, too. And keep your distance while you're at it. This six feet away, I am actually kind of liking that because I don't need people all up on me coughing and sneezing and going through all the drama. Give me some space, please, and thank you. What else do y'all think is going to change? I think certain countries are going to be forever, like, well, not forever, but for a while. Like, Italy is my favorite, one of my faves. Like, I, I love Italy. Yes. I'm not trying to go there. I'm not trying to pee for Italy in a while. Because <laughs> there's something about the fact that Italy, as small as it is, has more deaths than China. Yeah. Than mm. a billion people. Um, so that's sad. I mean, it just is. travel, I think, is going to be hit for a while. Oh, y'all, that um, is what's hurting me, is that travel yes. piece. When I tell you the trips I had lined up, that we'd have had to... Sis, I'm supposed to be in Belize in a few weeks. Council. Oh, man. Done. <laughs> New Listen, Orleans. I'm done. praying that my trip to Africa is still going on for July. What Jesus, be a COVID vi- virus, uh, uh, make it contain it and get it out of here. I'm going to tell you what me and my man, what I silly ass is set up and did. Oh, I cussed. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't let up. <laughs> so, we like. No more what? drinks for Toya. Right, because you saw me pour my second one. I'm like, listen, it's $5 to fly to Cabo right now. We just make Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Are you serious? Not $5, but sis, it's cheap. Like, that's another one of my faves. It's like fifty something. It's Pretty like much. maybe fifty dollars. It was so. So this was my philosophy. I was like, <laughs> all the airlines are super flexible right now. I'm like, let's just like book them, and then like <laughs> we can change it later. But like wishful thinking, thinking that like by April we gonna be good, baby. Um, New Orleans round trip from Dallas, seventy dollars. Round trip to Chicago. Sis, I'm supposed to be seeing y'all in Chicago Easter weekend. Psych. Won't be happening. But that flight, $60 round trip. on a Wow. Wow. Belize, $300. Cabo. Tony. Where Tony at? She back on here. Me and her go to Cabo all the time. $220 round trip. Nonstop. Cabo. Tony. Now you know, sis Tony, I have booked all these trips. <laughs> this hurts I'm me. Going here, I'm going there. Now I'm having to reschedule this trip. I said, now y'all need to sit down because I turned 40 in May and I was planning on being in these streets. Yes. So y'all need to sit down and get healed from the COVID so I can get booked. <laughs> yeah, RIP to my travels. Like we booked them. Like we had to change. We're supposed to be in San Diego next weekend. That ain't happening. Like, hotels started emailing, talking about, sis, we shut down. No, you can just go, cancel. We were booked for the Chicago Athletic Association. Boom, bam, no thank you. You can get a refund. We don't want you here. Belize was straight up like, "Uh uh-uh, no Americans welcome here. Thank you. Bye. Maybe see you in May. You know. So, RIP to my travel. So, you know, but I was just like, we did like book one for like further out in May because I'm like, well, maybe if everybody act right for the next few weeks, 
we can, you know, start back traveling in May. Um, Because these airlines got that bailout money now, y'all. So try to book a flight now. Because now they're going to be acting brand new that they got some money from Trump with this stimulus. Plan. Okay, so listen here. This is a PSA to everybody out there that's listening. What I need y'all to do is stay y'all behinds at home so that this virus does not continue to go on. Because what is happening is you are hindering all of us from our travels. And yes. we need to get out. Yes, sit down for about two more good weeks. Get it under control. Because we trying to travel in May, sis. Tony got a birthday. I'm trying to go to Cabo. Like, come on, y'all. <laughs> that Please ain't sit down. Please sit down. Uh, and you know, my well, you all don't know, but my birthday is in a few weeks. My birthday is April 14th. Now, I have already had to cancel my trip to Paris. Oh, no. Mm. But I would really, really oh, like to be able to see some of my favorite people on my birthday. So, please stay home. Stay home. Girl, RIP to your Paris trip. That sucks. It does. But you know what? I'll work it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll go in October. I know a lot of people. I have a weddings. I have a friend get married in May, and she's just like, it's just touch and go. Like, but I have a friend who's supposed to get married to, uh, this weekend. And she was still trying to keep it, but family started counseling. And so it's hard. You know, I have a friend who just got engaged, and she was like, you know, I'm really sad because I had all these plans, you know. Um, and so a lot of people are like, mourning what they thought 2020 was going to be and feeling like it's just the world has just shut down all of our little plans. 2020 has been redonkulous. Like, Kobe. <laughs> redonkulous. Kobe passing and now this. Listen, everybody might be saying 2020 might be ghetto. Yes, it started out ghetto. What so don't they say it ain't ghetto? ghetto, ain't ghetto. I, I'm not claiming that. Not I'm ghetto. not claiming it. Woo child, the ghetto. Y'all done call 2020 ghetto? Ghetto? I haven't heard ghetto. <laughs> no, I you're right. No, I, and I did. I was telling her, I was like, you know, we make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And I told her, you know, your ladder will be greater. And I was like, for everything that all of us feel like we've lost, you know, in these first couple of months, you know, we just have to pray and believe and hope that, you know, after this is all over, that there's still like abundance and, you know, waiting for us and that whatever we have planned will be fulfilled. Because that's really all we can do. I feel like we need to be playing that old spiritual song, or not necessarily a spiritual song, but gospel song. Jesus gonna work it out, yeah. Jesus gonna work it out. Jesus gonna work it out. Hey. That's what I feel like I need to hear. Work it out. Yes, he will. Yes. <laughs> he will work it out. What are you all looking forward to as we kind of wrap this up? Like, Speaking of that, speaking of like, you know, praying and believing this all comes to an end and, you know, mourning the loss of, you know, people who lost the battle with this virus and have to mourn loved ones, um, grateful for the people who this just was like a bad cold for them and were able to recover. Um, What are you all looking forward to after this is all said and done? 
what are you hopeful for in the latter half of 2020? I'm looking forward to being around people. Yeah. Me too. Um, one thing I was listening to was it Pastor Hannah last night, and they did like a uh, their Thursday night Bible service. I haven't even like been there in forever, but you know he's talking about like like God is all up in this, right? For the whole world to have to take a pause right now, um, God is all up in this, and so he just talked about like getting your family in order, right? You most a lot of people are quarantined with their family, and it's time to just focus on them. Um, get that right with your marriages, which mom was struggling, I'm not gonna lie, before COVID. And I've seen a turn, a shift. So praise God for that. I hope, you know, we don't kill each other before it's all gone. Um, <laughs> but then he talked about like your community and like reaching out to people and taking care of people who might be in need or um, just having that in mind. So I'm hoping that like this pause people have learned and reflected upon during this time will continue once everything gets back going again. Because you can remember back when 9-11 happened, it felt like there was some change, but then it went away, you know? Yeah. So I'm hoping that, like, this whole thing will kind of continue and that people will leverage the time. And Sarah Jakes Roberts, my new best friend, she talked about, she wanted her... uh, Sermons. I think it was like last week. It was like this is time to apply pressure, like apply pressure in different areas of your life. And that just got me thinking about things I've been putting off that mm. I've been meaning to do, and to really start to apply pressure and really use this time to like make mm. things happen. So, oh, yes, <laughs> I yes, I'm so glad you listened to that sermon, honey. My little text messages be paying off, huh? <laughs> okay, now I gotta go back and listen. I gotta go back and listen to that one. It was, it was good. really good. I have a lot too, but that's enough. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Latter half of 2020? I think you touched on it, Toya, for me. Um, just, um, I'm anticipating abundance. Like, I am mm-hmm. really using this time in a different capacity. You know, something a little different from what I would normally do on, like, a weekend or something like that. So, just really um, using the time to plot and plan, as I like to call it. I mean, the <laughs> lab. Yeah. And so, um, I am anticipating abundance, not just for myself, but for all of you and for the people that are closest to me and the entire world. I do think that this time has definitely been... This is divinely ordered. Like (laughs) the whole world has pretty much been like pause. I said to somebody the other day, God has put all of us in a timeout. (laughs) Pretty much. And when he's when he's ready for us to come out of timeout, we'll all know it. But you know, I think that it is extremely important for us to leverage this time and to really, you know, spend it with family, spend it plotting and planning, spend it in a capacity so that when it's over, you can see the fruits of the time. So that's what I'm anticipating. Abundance, baby. Yes. Ephesians 3. I, I like that, Cleve. I definitely love that, being being um, expecting abundance. But one of the things that goes along with that for me is being more intentional with my time. Um, one of the things that we can't get back is the time that we're going through right now. Yeah. So we can't rewind it and say, oh, 
I wish that I would have done this or I wish that I would have. So when all of this is all said and done, just being intentional with the things that I do and the time that I spend and who I spend it with, um, especially who I spend it with. I'm not wasting my time on anybody or anything that doesn't serve me well or doesn't have a purpose in my life. So I think that along with that abundance, it will be time for me and being intentional with that. Yeah. And for me, I, you know, I think, Renee, what you said is it mirrors similar to what I just told a friend of mine today. I said, being at home has forced me to slow down, to yeah. really assess and do those things which are important as opposed to just constantly being busy. So you're right. For me, it's about being intentional and making sure that I don't add anything into my life that's going to disrupt the peace that I currently have right now. Yes. Yes. I think that's good. Yeah. Um, kind of to Clee's point, I thought about that last week. Um, of You know what? What could I be doing with this time? Time where I'm normally out ripping and running errands on a Saturday or doing whatever. Like, yeah, could I be nailing down stuff? Could I be, um, you know, putting out more proposals? Could I be working on some other personal goals? Could I be recording more podcasts? Um, and I did, like, last week it was a lot of, like I said, Netflix. And this week I said, you know what, I want to read. I want to, you know, um, spend time in the morning in my prayer journal, which I've been doing. I'm not turning on the news. Like, I kind of shifted this week, you know. Last week was very like news every day and Netflix binge watching. But you start think about, okay, what if this goes on for another three weeks? I don't want to just be sitting here on the couch watching Netflix all day. You know, how can I use this time better so that when it's all over, I got some, you know, fruit to show for some seeds that I sowed right now. I think, Clee, you may have posted something like that about seeds earlier. And maybe that's where it made me think about that. Like, what can I be doing right now that's going to lay a good foundation for something to sprout up, you know, a month from now in my relationship, in my personal life, wellness, in my professional life. So I'm kind of like pivoted and like thinking the same thing, kind of like, Tony, you know, how am I spending this time? And, you know, what is best because like, we don't know how long this could go on. And what if this was a way of life where we weren't always out and about keeping busy? How would I be spending my time and what do I want to see come out of that? So I'm looking forward to even here in the interim until this is all over, being uh, focusing on, you know, some goals that I have, being more intentional um, and not being distracted, you know, by a lot. It's interesting that Toya that you said with the um, reading more. If anybody is interested, I follow um, a lady by the name of Nona Jones, and she's a uh, the head of Facebook with their Christian. Um, can't think of her full title right now, but she does like um, she grew the first Facebook group, and her Facebook group was a Christian um, group that she grew, and it was the fastest growing group that Facebook offered her a job. So she's been working for Facebook for a couple of years and has been very good at what she does. And she just finished writing her book. Um, she started a Facebook group with it. I'll be more than happy to invite you guys to it. 
and um, she's going to start having book discussions. So last night she had her first Facebook Live in the group, and then next week they'll discuss chapters one and two if anybody's interested in learning more about that. So um, I think that she's an amazing woman, and I enjoy following her. She's very um, inspirational, motivational, and she's a Christian woman as well, too. So. Awesome. Ashley, Crystal, Eddie, what about y'all? I'm ready. Um, for me. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Crystal, go ahead. Oh, you well. ain't talking while I said Ready for, like, stuff to get back to normal, um, to yeah. be able to, uh, my goal before all this happened was to go out and be social more, um, <laughs> and that kind of put a halt on that. <laughs> so, I'm ready for things to get back to normal so I can get outside of my comfort zone. Um, and then yeah, I do hope people stay clean um, and keep this process intact and wash their hands, um, sanitize, and um, be mindful of people. Yeah. Um, so that's the only thing I hope for. I'm ready to get back to normal. Yeah. Um, for me, same thing. Um, I'm kind of just ready to be at a point where people are more respectful of other people. Um, I feel like this is kind of forcing people to be more respectful of other people's health because I don't think people take that into consideration, especially when me have my part time at the grocery store. I've noticed that customers who are once very rude, handing you things like to throw away for them, and you know, coughing and stuff, just nasty, are being more respectful of your personal space while you're there. So I am looking forward to that being a constant thing of just people just respecting people's health and their space. Um, but also personally, I've been using this time to just self-reflect, um, see what areas where I can slow down because I do work a lot of jobs. I mean, I have a full-time job where I'm a coordinator, but then I also have my part-time and then I also do content creation. So I'm doing a lot of things all the time. So this has forced me to kind of sit in the house relax, um, regroup, refresh, and appreciate the people that you currently do have in your life and spend time with those people while you can um, and just embrace life where you are in this moment. So I'm just looking forward to more experiences that way with the people that are here, but also hopefully we'll learn to be a little bit more respectful of other people's space and time and energy. And honestly, with that positivity, if it just continues to translate, I think things will be a lot better for all of us, to be honest. I mean, we can be able to uh, have better working relationships. You can have be able to build partnerships with other people moving forward um, create, creatively. Uh, you can stay connected with people regardless of where you are. Yeah. I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Also, selfishly, yes, I want to travel. I'm looking forward to my birthday trip this year because it's a milestone trip this year. Yes. So I am looking forward to the travels, but mostly I'm just looking forward to those changes because, yeah, God is definitely moving. You feel the shift. You feel the changes. Um, so I'm looking forward to what that's going to look like at the end. Amen. We are so glad you all got to join us today just to 
get a little break. I love how virtual happy hours and virtual brunches are popping up <laughs> all the time. So I'm glad we got to do this. Um, so as always, we usually sign off our show, letting you know where you can um, follow us on social media. So we are on Instagram and Twitter at Beauties Banter. Um, you can use the hashtag Beauties Banter if you want to join the conversation. Um, so tell us, how are you handling this quarantine? What lessons have you learned through this? Um, and what are you looking forward to when all of this is over? We would love to hear from you. Um, if you have any show ideas, you can email us at beautiesandbanter at gmail.com. And as always, if you enjoyed this or any other podcast, um, leave us a review on iTunes. While you got a little time, you can binge watch. We have three seasons of podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So you can go back and listen. Um, and you can leave us a review on iTunes because that's what matters. <laughs> and anything else, Renee? Stay your behind in the house and wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands. Stay in the house. And um, we will get through this all together. So we are signing off. Everybody say bye. Bye.